Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right, everyone. It's Coach Lois here with Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, and this is a special bonus episode. You guys like going, hey, Lois, we don't see you live in here on Wednesdays. What's going on? So I'm super excited to have my friend T.R. Garland here with a really powerful message today. And so we'll we'll get to him in just a little bit. Super excited to have you here today, T.R. As always, you guys know the drill. If you are tuning in, go ahead and comment below. Um, let us know that you're here. Uh, hashtag live. If you're on the live, hashtag replay and where you're tuning in from. And of course, as always, as you see value from what we're sharing today, that's really designed to help you live your best life, um, your highest purpose as a sales business owner, entrepreneur, coach, speaker, author, podcaster, network marketer. We got so many great, amazing professions inside of this Facebook community. And of course, if you happen to see this later on YouTube, iTunes, just remember, if you want to connect with TR, myself, and all of my amazing guests and like-minded, amazing go-givers, please join us inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community. So without further ado, um, I do want to go ahead and introduce our amazing speaker today. TR and I, we actually met um, at the summit. We're going to talk about the next one later in January. Oh my gosh, this year has flown by. And I just, I know I was so um, impacted by TR's presence. Um, He is considered one of the world's leading mission-driven mentors uh, for purpose-driven professionals. So he's going to talk about change makers worldwide. He's going to be talking about some really powerful stuff. So I, I want to go ahead and, and, and turn over to you. Um, why don't you share a little bit about yourself um, and your background, and then we'll dive into uh, the meat of your powerful, powerful stuff today. Well, thank you very much for turning over the mic to me, Lois. And I want to warn you, that's a mistake sometimes. You're, you're giving me <laughs> control here. And the reason is because you started off your introduction and you said, all right, all right, all right. And I instantly got this big smile on my face. Um, Internally, it was even bigger. And the reason is because Matthew McConaughey played an iconic um, uh, figure in the, the movie Dazed and Confused. It came out in like 19... 95-ish, 96-ish. And it was his first breakout role. And he played this guy named Watterson. And he would say, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And as as soon as you introduced it that way, I had this flashback to Dazed and Confused, the movie uh, that that broke, you know, Matthew McConaughey. And... um, 
helpful tidbit, I also start some of my live broadcasts by saying, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just got goosebumps. I had no idea. That's that's an either, another sign we're, we're connected. I love it. That is so awesome. So hopefully those that are uh, like Elizabeth that are joining us right now, hopefully we've started off this interview <laughs> in a fun fashion and that you know that we are going to be playful and we are going to be plentiful with the practical and tactical advice on how you in Lois's community can merge your mission with your messaging mm. and apply it to your marketing so that you can turn your mission into a movement that impacts millions and makes millions along the way. So how is that for passing the mic on over to me, Lois? I love it. I love it. Elizabeth chimed right back in. That's what I love about doing this show live. Um, I, I didn't even know about that. I'll have to know. Go watch Dazed and Confused. So that was amazing. <laughs> amazing. And, and I, I know you've 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 guided a lot of mission driven, purpose driven. I love that statement. Um, professionals, because you've you've had 13 plus years in a service based um, business industry. You've served people like Hello, Michael Gerber, if you guys mm -hmm. know Emeth, uh, Laura Langmeyer, the Think and Grow Rich brand, as well as Brian Tracy. Now, I might be dating myself, but I grew up with Brian Tracy and Michael Gerber. So the fact that you've worked with them and helped them excel um, just blows my mind. And I know you've had a lot of experience with the service-based industry. Is there something that you want to share? Uh, we have a lot of people like that inside of my community um, that you can share with my listeners that's really trending now and that can help them build much bigger, much faster. Thank you so much for setting the stage. And because we started off fun, let's keep the fun first and then I'll actually transition into answering your question. You spoke about dating yourself, right? I'm going to date myself right now. I don't know if I can reach it. But like right here, if everybody can see where I'm pointing in my bookshelf, it's actually um, um, a catalog of cassette tapes from Brian Tracy. And when I was graduating from college in the very early 1990s, um, I would go to my local public library and um, check out cassette tapes from Mark Victor Hansen, uh, from Brian Tracy, and from some others. And the amazing thing is that in my um, early 30s, 10, 11, 12 years later, I found myself working on mm -hmm. projects with Brian Tracy and Mark Victor Hansen. Wow. You know, I've over the last 13 years, I've worked with Brian on three different projects. Uh, one of them, the most recent one, was launching his sales certification program. That's his legacy that he wants out there. Mm. Um, when I worked with Mark Victor Hansen, I actually uh, launched some distributorship of some licensing of his stuff. And we uh, made it into 14 different countries in 14 days. And um, you speak of Laurel Langmire, who was a star of the movie The Secret. I've been blessed to work with over 75% of the stars in the movie and the book, The Secret. And I actually have the same birthday as one of those stars. And when we went over to his house to celebrate his birthday, people were wishing me a happy birthday. So I kind of felt pretty cool. <laughs> 
And then the last, and then I'll transition into answering your question. The last is, yes, I actually was um, vice president for Michael E. Gerber Companies during mm-hmm. the 25th anniversary of the EMF. And then oh. tidbit, just to draw some people into, hey, listen to TR. He's got a decade of documented results. The final tidbit that I'll share is I also uh, worked with the Think and Grow Rich brand during the 75th anniversary of Think and Grow Rich. So I was in charge of the 75th anniversary Think and Grow Rich International Summit. And oh. so the reason why I share all of this up front is not to impress you, but to impress upon you as Lois's community that, hey, I'm a real person. I'm going to have fun. I've already joked around and I can back it up, meaning I can make your time um, very well invested, not well spent, your time very well invested. If you listen to Lois and I going back and forth about how you can instantly increase your impact, your influence and your income. So hopefully that little brief has drawn your community members in and I'm going to ask people comment. If you're, if you are watching this right now and you like the energy that Lois and I have brought onto your screen or onto your phone right now, just type in the word energy or I love the energy that will invigorate us uh, to continue to keep our energy up during the course of this interview. With that said, I'm going to take a deep breath and answer your question. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so you asked, TR, you've got this experience. Is there, are there any trends in the transformational space for coaches, for consultants, and for course creators that you've observed that you can shine a light on? and add your perspective to so that they can be aware of these trends and maybe even stay ahead of these trends. Is that correct? That's right. And I also put, take notes, guys, this is going to be powerful. So just want to remind people who are listening, if you're not seeing the screen, take notes, this will be powerful. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So what I want to do is point out that over the last decade, over the last 13 years, I have made some observations. And the observations that I have made is the fact that there is an old definition of ROI. There is an old definition of return on investment. Mm -hmm. And it's tied to that financial component, that transactional component, right? People want to get Mm -hmm. a return on their investment. When I hold this card up, my guess is, Lois, that a bunch of people watching right now they instantly in their mind, they go ROI. Oh, okay. Return on investment. I am going to encourage each and every one of you listening right now. Stop it. Stop it. That's the old definition of ROI. What I'm going to encourage you to adopt is the new definition of ROI. And the new definition of ROI stands for ripple of impact. Whether you know it or not, and whether you like it or not, society has shifted. They have truly shifted, and their radar is stronger than ever, and their radar is designed to decipher whether or not someone has a specific hidden intention behind their communication with you or their relationship Mm -hmm. with you. 
And I'm going to encourage each and every one of you, Elizabeth, Lois, everybody else that's playing along with this live broadcast. The old definition is return on investment. The new definition is ripple of impact. So how does that relate to you today? Well, number one, when you're seeking mentors to help you, you know, build and scale your service-based business, I'm going to encourage you to now draw a distinction between money-driven marketers and mission-driven mentors. Mm -hmm. Write those two terms down because those are the only two choices you have in front of you today when you're seeking out mentorship to help you build a profitable, predictable, and sustainable platform. Now, what do I mean by money-driven marketers? Well, money-driven marketers are absolutely fantastic at marketing. They are the ones that you see in your social media feed all day. They are the ones that are paying money for ads on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even in your inbox in LinkedIn. They are damn good at marketing, and I will not take that away from them. The problem that I've observed is that they oftentimes are wolves in sheep's clothing. And what I mean by that is their intention behind connecting with you is to send you a DM and to try to get your credit card. They're only looking at you as a transaction, not as a real person. So these money-driven marketers, damn good at marketing. Damn good. And up until now, they have shouted the loudest as, hey, I'm here, I'm here. Are you a coach? Are you a consultant? Are you a course creator? I can help you make money. I can help you make millions. I can help you close a $30,000 deal through Facebook Direct Messenger without even ever having to talk to the person. You want to see my shocked face, Lois? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> right? My shocked face is, are you kidding me? Why would you close a $30,000 client, accept their hard-earned money, be obligated to serve and support them just through DMs? And, and what I mean by that is, you don't know if you resonate with them on a personal level. They don't mm -hmm. know if they really resonate with you on a personal level. You know, we could go down the dating marriage analogy. We're not going to. However, that's my thought on that. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I painted this, this grim picture of how with the sudden influx of people with good intentions into this transformational space, coaches, mm -hmm. consultants, course creators, mm -hmm. there's also an influx of people with not so good intentions that are targeting those purpose-driven professionals that want to make an impact in the world, that want to gain influence mm -hmm. on their topic of expertise, and that want to make an income for themselves, their family, hopefully so they can take care of their family, a better life, and hopefully so they can donate more to causes that they believe in. So the trend that I've seen is there's a lot of damn good money-driven marketers that are only and always going to treat you like a transaction. 
just to get your credit card so they can brag about closing a 10, 20, or $30,000 deal in their backyard in their boxers. And seek out mission-driven mentors. Seek out mission-driven mentors that stop and listen to you, take an interest in where you're at today, where you want to be in the future, and then they explore how best they can serve and support you by setting manageable milestones to achieving your mission and turning your mission into a movement. That's awesome. And I, I, there was so much power in there because I feel like especially when you talk about um, the, uh, the money-driven marketers, it seems like there's been more and more of them since the pandemic. Wouldn't you agree? It's just like everyone freaked out and went into scarcity mode and just poured on the messages. And I, I teach permission-based marketing. Um, I, we're in the same mastermind. So, you know, a little bit about that. And it's so refreshing to hear the the language you're, you're sharing with me. How does someone differentiate? Is there a simple way from a mission-driven mentor that they're seeking? Because I've seen a lot of people who said they couldn't even hire me because someone else took all their money. They got, mm-hmm. they oh, got, oh. Yeah, they got, don't, don't get me started on that one. <laughs> I know, that, I, I know. I've, been, I've been hearing that for five plus years solid. And oh. what breaks my heart is that we're not talking about a one, two, or a $3,000 investment in a program. No. I've spoken to people, multiple people, that have um, invested over $100,000 and a year, two, and three years later have nothing to show for it. And that's why, that's the main reason why I'm showing up with so much um, energy today, Lois, is because when... When I have an opportunity to let people know, hey, there's an alternative out there. You don't need to listen to that jerk. You know, it, um, oh, I just moved the book. Um, <laughs> I was going to grab another prop. So there is a book called Buy the Change You Want to See in the World. Whoa. It's a clever play on Gandhi's manifesto for change makers, which is be the change you wish to see in the world. So in this book, a woman by the name of Jane Morris talks about buying the change you wish to see in the world. Now she's talking about buying a t-shirt that is ethic, you know, that has ethical employment, right? You know, in which the people aren't trafficked, they're not enslaved, they're not forced to do stuff. Like that on a global scale is powerful. I draw a parallel between that and saying, hey, listen, purpose-driven professionals, you have more purchasing power than you believe, than you give yourself credit for. Why would you continue to invest in programs uh, you know, and professional services from money-driven marketers when you are completely out of alignment with who they are as a person, when mm. you are completely incongruent in your uh, heart and soul with how they are investing that money. So that is a complete rabbit hole that we're not going to go down because (laughs) I want to make sure that we get into some practical and tactical stuff for your listening audience. Uh, You know, let me just kind of give a temperature gauge here. Right. You know, we're, we're gauging to see which way the wind is blowing. Right. You know, and and I'm guessing that we have said enough about our perspectives, Lois, that um, your audience now is, 
is at the, the edge of their chairs and they're like, all right, TR, you're speaking my language. Absolutely. I've observed this as well. Mm-hmm. What can I do to stand out in this sea of sameness to where there are copycat coaches, copycat consultants, and copycat course creators that are competing mm-hmm. for people that really should be my paying clients? Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that an okay? Some- yeah, let's give them some meat and potatoes. Like how okay. how do they take this moving forward and apply okay. it? Awesome. So um, a trainer tip for anyone that is getting interviewed, like on this amazing live with Lois, um, my suggestion is that you always teach in threes, fives, and sevens. So always teach in threes, fives, and sevens. There's um, scientific and psychological studies that people retain information easier in threes, fives, and sevens. Mm. So if you'll remember at the beginning when I was being asked to set the stage, I shared with you, the listening audience, that if you are someone that wants to instantly increase your impact, your influence, and your income, then stay right there and continue listening. Right. Mm. I used that terminology. Threes. Exactly. Exactly. And then ironically, you know, the ROIs are three as well. So what I want to do is I want to give the meat and potatoes of today's live broadcast because we do want to add as much value as possible because we want you to get a return on your time investment so that you can make a ripple of impact in the Mm -hmm. lives of people that you're supposed to um, make a difference uh, with and make a difference for. So I'm going to introduce my ripple of impact roadmap, my ROI roadmap. There are seven specific steps that I'm going to first introduce. Then I'm going to provide a little more detail then I'm going to give Lois permission to act as a surrogate for you, her community members, and ask me to drill down on anything so that we add as much value as possible so that after this interview, you have um, actionable steps that you can take to help you instantly increase your impact, influence, and what? Income. Income. (laughs) All right. So let's go through the ROI roadmap. So step number one is, uh, whoops. You have the right one. Yes, exactly. Nope, it's correct. Yep. Okay, good. (laughs) Step number one is mission. Step number two is messaging. Step number three is marketing. Step number four is media. Step number five is motivation. Step number six is magnification. And step number seven is movement. So if you'll remember, my company, Change Makers Worldwide, our mission is to help you achieve yours. Our mission is to stop and listen to where you're at today, where you want to be in the future, and make real-time recommendations to you as to how you can turn your mission into a movement and monetize that movement every step of the way. Mm. So let's now go into mission. So your mission 
determines your messaging. I will repeat that. And for those of you playing along in the chat, whether you're watching this live or on the replay, type this out. Your mission determines your messaging. Your messaging is then applied to your marketing. It is then important for you as a service-based professional, such as a coach, consultant, or course creator, to perform some research to acquire some data so that you can make data-driven decisions about your ideal audience and about your ideal advocates. Those data-driven decisions are what forms of media, what methods of media do my prospects and prospective partners use to acquire information to help them make decisions that serve them best? So this step is about the method of media. Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Are they on Pinterest? Um, heaven forbid, are they on MySpace? Is that still I'm around? Just, I'm just kidding. Trying to, okay. <laughs> trying, to, trying to keep it light here. Yes, it is still around, but many, uh, people other than people in the music industry do not use it anymore. I'm just trying to throw a, throw a, a, a curveball to people. Okay, so media, methods of media. Where are your prospects and prospective partners hanging out? If everybody's mm -hmm. telling you to be on Facebook and your prospects and prospective partners aren't that active there and they're mm -hmm. more active and more attentive on LinkedIn, why wouldn't you invest your time on LinkedIn instead of Facebook, yeah. right? That's my point here with method of media. Next, it's to also acquire data that helps you understand what will motivate your prospects and prospective partners into action. Identify what will motivate your prospects, prospective partners, and in other words, what will motivate advocates in general, advocates mm -hmm. to help you turn your mission into a movement, which leads to this. When you, when you stop the insanity of trying to treat every person in your network, whether it be in person or online, when you stop mm -hmm. the insanity of trying to treat everyone like a prospect, mm -hmm. like, like they could be a paying client, which isn't the case. Mm -hmm. And you don't want everyone as a paying client. But when you stop that insanity and realize that your sole goal is to amass an army of advocates, write that down right now if you're listening to me, amass an army of advocates, because when you amass an army of advocates, they can help you magnify, magnify and multiply your mission and your messaging far beyond what you could do by carrying the burden of your message on your own shoulders and only your own shoulders. Mm. So, so the step number six of magnification and, multi uh, magnification and multiplication mm -hmm. is so essential for people that are solopreneurs that feel like they're overwhelmed, that feel like they're burnt out or potentially they can see bankruptcy in their future. They can overcome that challenge by 
uh, understanding the importance of amassing an army of advocates. And when you amass an army of advocates, you are turning your mission into a movement. And I have something else just kind of funny and sarcastic to say as I end my uh, formal portion of training and pass it on to Lois as the surrogate for her community to ask questions or to ask me to drill down. Um, I might butcher this, this saying, but I heard a saying recently, and it's so relevant. There are some people that say they're movement makers. Uh, there are some people that say that they train movement makers on how to create a movement. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not someone to judge how comfortable someone is saying that they are something when they don't necessarily have experience in doing it. However, just to keep it kind of light today, I heard someone say, <clears throat> um, you cannot be called a leader unless someone is following you. You're just out on a lonely walk or something like that. Sounds it right, was, though. It was, it was something funny about, you know, you're not creating a movement. You're not a movement maker if you're the only person out there leading the charge and no one's following. And although I started to say it in a kind of tongue-in-cheek, sarcastic fashion, just to kind of break up the monotony of the training and some fun stuff, as I say it out loud, I'm actually more serious about it. Because, mm -hmm. Lois, I know that you're serious about your community members. And mm -hmm. if someone's still listening to this interview, I think that they can sense my energetic force, which mm -hmm. is I am in complete alignment that my mission is to serve and support you know, change makers, movement makers, and messengers. My mission is to serve and support coaches, consultants, and course creators. My mission is to serve and support social impact entrepreneurs, conscious entrepreneurs, and even cause-related activists that want to be the change they wish to see in the world. So as I started off with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek sarcasm, I want to bring it full circle to, hey, this is serious. If you believe you are meant for more, then listen up, listen to Lois and listen to myself. And uh, Elizabeth just said, she's still here. She still loves the energy. And that's what keeps us going. That's what keeps us going. It's not a quantity. It's the quality. It's not the quantity. It's the quality. Whether mm -hmm. some people lie because you said you don't normally host these live broadcasts, you know, on Wednesdays, this is a surprise. Whether we attract some people to watch it now or in the future, I'm not tied to that. My intention is to show up in service for you, Lois, for your community. And I encourage people to follow my example because mm -hmm. I have been blessed with an amazing personal and professional life as a result of focusing on contribution first. Oh, and I can echo that. I've seen that. I felt that in January, which is why we're here talking today. You know, you reminded me of a quote um, from John Maxwell, a leader of one is a leader of many. If you can't lead one, you can't lead any. And I oh, see wow. like, I see a lot of people and I, I even struggled with this a year ago when the pandemic hit, I had never done online business. It was really uh, 
what's what I'm looking for. I guess it was it was challenging for me to come up with a mission statement. Like, what is my mission? Why am I here? Do you have any advice now that I'm the surrogate? <laughs> yeah. and that was awesome. I that was awesome. Uh, I took lots of notes, and I, unfortunately, guys, we only have so much time, so I'll I'll need to have you back, Tr. Um, oh well, thank you. How does someone, uh, in, in Cliff Notes version, of course, uh, mm-hmm. write out their mission or get clarity around that? Because that's number one, right? Yeah. That was number one of seven. Because mm-hmm. if yeah. they skip number one, they can't really go yeah. to number two, right? Yeah. One of the top three mistakes most, most coaches, consultants, and course creators make is they actually try to jump into this scenario of figuring out who their target market is. Now, Lois and Elizabeth, I don't know about you two, but I don't want to be targeted for anything. So that term target market is so mm-hmm. old school to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes marketers will teach their new clients, who's your target market? And if they still use the term target market, it means that they're most likely transactional based. And so mm-hmm. if you don't want to have money driven marketing methods used upon you and if you don't want to learn money-driven marketing methods to use upon other people because you feel like it might be out of alignment you might be incongruent and heaven forbid it would actually damage your reputation faster than it it, it took to create your reputation then um, seek out the mentorship of mission-driven mentors now, awesome. that, that was a baseline here. Now, let me answer the question. So oftentimes, money-driven marketers will teach target market, and they'll say, who do you want to sell to? And then they'll per- give the, the, their clients some exercises that they can fill in the blanks on what are some characteristics of who mm-hmm. they want to sell to. And then they teach them, use words and phrases to attract their attention and sell them stuff. It really is. Like, that's the money-driven marketer methodology. And my advice for everybody as we begin to uh, wrap up today's conversation, a pleasant conversation, by the way, um, (laughs) as we begin to wrap up, you know, I'm going to encourage people to um, don't think about your target market and their needs first. I encourage people, start with your mission. Your Mm. mission determines your messaging, your messaging will resonate with and Mm. cause your ideal audience to react to, right? Those words, phrases, and pictures. I call it your vocabulary and your visuals. And that will ultimately be applied to your marketing, Mm. right? Which um, if you're damn good at mission, messaging and marketing, you actually can eliminate sales from your sales process. Mm. Wow. I just wrote an email that I sent to uh, my entire newsletter list and it talked about the importance of mastering your messaging so that it can pre-qualify the good people, disqualify the bad people, and that's it. Let Mm. your messaging do the heavy lifting. And here's my answer to your question. You can't develop your messaging successfully while honoring 
the new the, the definition the new definition of ROI you cannot successfully in my opinion you you cannot successfully do that without starting with your mission mm. and so I have a three month program called the Ripple of Impact Intensive in which we guarantee that we're going to three x our community members impact influence and income in the next three months. And we start with mission during the first week of 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. And my definition of mission, I call it your core connection. Mm. And here's the answer, Lois. Your core connection is what lessons has life taught you in your personal and professional life? Mm. Good and bad lessons. What lessons has Mm. life taught you that uniquely qualify you and only you to offer your gift to the marketplace. Mm. Once you finally look on the inside, look inward instead of outward for your messaging, then you will craft the correct vocabulary and the correct visuals so that Mm. will accomplish three things. You want your messaging that is rooted in your mission, your purpose, Mm your DNA, you want your messaging to captivate people's attention, keep their attention, and compel them into action. That's awesome. So, I know you- so final, final thing is your core connection, it's the seed, it's the seed that all of your messaging should stem from. Your core connection is the seed that all of your messaging should stem from. Mm-hmm. And this is not speculation. This is based on a decade of documented results. Not only getting Michael Gerber $326,000 within the first 45 days of me being his vice president. Mm-hmm. Not only helping Laurel Langmire over a 12-month period with a brand new business unit generating just under $2 million, mm-hmm. right? Not only helping Mark Victor Hansen, 14 different countries, 14, di- you know, different, uh, in 14 days, Thanks. not just yeah. that. It's the fact that I've helped people just like you who are emerging change makers, emerging movement makers, and emerging messengers. Someone like Siddiqui Ray in New Zealand, you know, within a five-day period, $56,000. You know, uh, someone like Moira uh, Gallagher, who's in Ireland that has a summer home in, um, actually a winter home in Bali. (laughs) Within her first 30 days of working with me, she generated over $30,000 and she was able to double the amount she donates to charity. And so as we begin to close up, I understand that I have been speaking a lot and I want to pass the mic on over to you, Lois. I just wanted to encourage people that if they're still listening, you were meant for more and you've Mm. got to ask yourself two simple questions. Why not me? Why not now? Mm. Why not me? Mm -hmm. Why not now? I love that. No, I mean, I know we could go for hours and I thank you so much for your generosity. I just want to give a shout out to Sean Waite, who's watching us 
in Minnesota and just wanted to let you know, Elizabeth said, thank you. Um, And uh, you know, there's going to be tons of people that see this on the replay and I want to know where can people find you? And I also, um, before you answer that question, want to let people know that, that TR is here for you. If you want to send him an email, put say Lois sent me in the subject line because he gets a lot of emails. Um, But TR at trgarland.me is an M E. Um, send him an email if you want to connect with him, but where else can they find you? Anything else you want to share? I have learned that at the conclusion of an initial conversation like this one, the best thing is to keep things narrowly focused. So I'm going to encourage everybody. If something that I said interests you, if the, my perspective resonated with you, right? In other words, if you believe that my Uh, belief in how business should be conducted is similar to your belief in how you believe business should be conducted, then as Lois said, just send me an email. I don't want to send you to some funnel of doom, some opt-in page. I want to create a real relationship (laughs) with you. And I want to learn where you're at today, where you want to be in the future. And I want to explore how best I and my teammates at Changemakers Worldwide can serve and support you. So what I'm saying is, let's keep this simple, Lois. Just send me an email, tr at trgarland.me. In the subject line, say, Lois sent me. And what I'll do is I'll enter into a dialogue with you about what you um, what kept you on this live broadcast for so long, what interested you, and how you believe I can support you. What I do want to do is incentivize you to reach out to me and the best way of doing that is, Lois, may I have your permission to um, waive some of their fees into one of my programs? Sure. That'd be amazing. All right. Cool. So what I want to do is waive our $97 enrollment fee into our Ripple Maker Roadmap. We are currently in the process of up-leveling, meaning we're revising it into version three for our Ripple Maker Roadmap. It's not just some PDF that you can read in one sitting. It actually is short, yes, very comprehensive program that we will waive your fees for when you send me an email, which says tr at trgarland.me. And in the subject line, it's got Lois sent me. So number one, you'll be reaching out to a real person and I'm going to treat you with the respect that you desire and deserve and reply to you like a real person. And we will hook you up and we'll waive your $97 enrollment fee into one of our more popular programs called the Ripple Maker Roadmap. How's that sound, Lois? That sounds amazing. And is that timeless? Like, because this will be, you know, repurposed for perpetuity. Do you have like a deadline or anything that we should be aware of or... I am I am not interested in deadlines. I'm interested in serving. I actually posted on social media last week, I think Thursday or Friday, someone replied to me 14 months later, like from awesome. an email. And I posted on, hey, has anybody ever had someone reply to an email from, uh, you know, uh, over a year? And someone said three years. Someone replied three years later. And, and, and so um, I'm not a big proponent of fear of missing out, um, of... Um, 
arbitrary deadlines. I would simply say if what I shared with you today resonates with you, that I encourage you to react right now as soon as you're done listening to this. Maybe while you're still listening to it, while we're still wrapping up right here, and while I'm thanking Lois for inviting me you know, onto um, this amazing uh, live broadcast so I can serve her community, send me an email tr at trgarland.me. Just say Lois sent me and I'll know that you are family. Awesome. 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 And another highlight for you guys, if you want to see TR live, join us, both he and I, I assume this is true. You'll be there, right? I will. I will. (laughs) He and I are going to be at the Strategic Alliance Live, which is a three-day power-packed, life-changing Potentially, you know, you're one person away from your goals and dreams, whether it be a potential partner like like TR has become for me and so many other amazing influencers that are making an impact mission driven professionals galore. Um, please sign up for that. I know I've sent that information out to, to my my community, but just want to let you guys know it's coming up fast. So don't wait sign up and you'll see TR there. I also have, for those that are watching live tomorrow, Thursday, May 27th, I do have a webinar on how to hire, train and retain and work with and magnify your mission much faster using TR's words with a perfect VA, virtual assistant. How does that work? What does that look like? I'm going to be doing a webinar on that tomorrow. So those are my quick announcements. Again, if you guys saw value, I just have one more question for you, TR. So don't go away. Yes. Um, please hit the share button. Uh, I know this is a special bonus episode and definitely uh, almost like a, a training, really. Uh, I know lots of notes I have here taken copious. So watch it again and again, share it with that friend or that person that you know that could benefit. Share it with your community. Go go above and beyond if you if you saw value in this today. So as we wrap it up, I always close with the same question. Um, TR, when you hear the phrase, healthy and wealthy and wise. Yes. What does that mean for you? Wow. How about that? Healthy, wealthy, and wise. You know, I'll start at the very, very end, which is wise. Um, As I, uh, you know, I grew up in the early 70s, right? You know, 80s. Like I said, I shared my uh, experiencing uh, graduating from college and starting into the workforce in the 90s. So, you know, I'm coming close to that uh, 50 years old. And as I get older, when people in my community and family members come to me for advice, um, it's an interesting perspective because the word wisdom means so much more to me these days than it did when I was younger. Mm. And with experience comes wisdom. So the strongest word that resonates with me, Lois, is wise, you know, Mm. and, you know, after me being in this specific industry for over a decade, a decade of documented results, I uh, am, am told, you know, that my advice is wise and that I'm looked to for my wisdom. And so I'm very, very appreciative and thankful for that. When it comes to being healthy and wealthy, um, it's kind of a trick question for me because having worked with the Napoleon Hill Foundation during the 75th anniversary of Think and Grow Rich, a lot of people, if they just look at the title as is, Think and Grow Rich, they think it's only about money. And to me, you know, Mm -hmm. wealth is about abundance. 
and Think and Grow Rich as a book and um, other people out there, I believe, can have different definitions of mm -hmm. wealth um, as it relates to you know th th their health, as well as their relationships, as well as their revenue streams. So, so, and then, you know, to fully reverse engineer it healthy, you know, I know for a fact that if someone wants to be a successful coach, consultant, or course creator, they cannot build a profitable, predictable, and sustainable platform without mm -hmm. first focusing on yours truly, yourself. You've got to use your own per relationship with yourself and relationship with your health as a priority. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for going above and beyond today. Everyone, please again, share this with people that you know, who may have been burned by, you know, those money driven marketing professionals and, oh, and are looking, yes. <laughs> looking may, for may, may have. Oh, I think if we did a show of hands and that's what, that's, what's horrible. I think that if we did a show of hands, a lot of people, you know, have felt dejected and depressed and discouraged about this solopreneur service-based professional space mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, in, in more than one instance, you know, there are situations that lack integrity and that's mm -hmm. all I'm drawing everybody's attention to right now, Lois, right? You and I connected because I place integrity on, in my top three list of people that I, mm -hmm. you know, choose to associate with. And so I know your community does as well. It's about bringing integrity back into uh, the service-based industry. The service-based industry, we're supposed to be in service of other people. When we are in service of other people, we then can impact their lives. Then they can become a case study or a testimonial, right? And make it easy for you to attract new clients so that you can impact their lives mm -hmm. and the lives of their families. And mm -hmm. as that repeats itself, Lois, then you go from that impact as a service-based professional to influence. You start being perceived as an influencer because mm -hmm. of these case studies and because of these testimonials. So you've gone from impact, you know, being a service-based professional to influence or influencer. And then as it continues to grow and grow through word of mouth, through reputation, through focusing on your community members first, through contributing first, you then mm. achieve this income that you never thought was possible. And it's more easy and it's more effortless when you focus first on being in service of other people. Mm. I love that. I love that. That That's a great note to end on. So thank you so much for, for your wisdom and your passion. And I uh, just want to remind you guys, this Friday, our next guest is Sarah Routman. She's a laughter yoga specialist and basically is going to have us laughing the whole time. So be ready, um, be on time and bring friends. And again, until next time, everyone, here's your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot.
Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.